0: tuned in to the Kitra show and listening to SOB style of business the podcast with your host Kitra. we aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe featuring stories that recount their struggles experiences and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment welcome to
1: SOB
0: this podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out this new hot live episode of SOB Style of Business the Podcast. Finally, we're doing a live show. Your host, Ketra, of course. And today I have a wonderful guest, one of my Good, good friends, my PIC, my partner in care. We're not going to do the crime. <laughs> no crime. We we're not going to implicate, right? right. No crime, no crime. No we crime. We're not sad. doing the crime. And we are going to just have a good time. So we're doing a, uh, uh, what did we say this was called? The end of the year review recap. We're talking about business branding. We're talking about um, just building on the foundation, visions for the new year, new opportunities, all that other good stuff. And um, let me just do the formal part. So we're talking to the beautiful, fabulous Richardine Dean Barti, my girl from Grunge Cake. What's up, Richard? Drop that intro for us and then we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it moving and grooving.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am um, Richardine Dean Barti, CEO of Grunge Cake, creative agency, Imprints publication. And it's an honor to be here.
0: It is an honor. All right, cool. All right, guys. So before um, we get into the actual interview part, uh, for you guys who are not familiar, we've had Richard Dean several times before. So I guess we're making this a thing now. You know, when we get mid-season or end of the year, beginning of the year, we're starting fresh just to kind of go back and reflect. Um, and yeah. then also, too, I'm using Restream, which is uh, a totally new platform to me. I don't claim to know what I'm doing as far as the video goes, but we're we, <laughs> we going to work it out. We're going to try it. <laughs> it looks good. Thank you. And there's a chat, uh, but I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to correspond. So if you guys uh, start chatting and I don't say anything or whatever, if we do get anybody that comes on, just bear with me, show me a little grace, and the next time it'll be a little bit better. So I guess let's start. Let us start. 2020, yeah. this is the last day of the year. Of course, by the time the listeners hear this, it'll be next Tuesday, I think, what, the uh, January 5th but i guess let's let's kind of let's go back and see you know let's talk about you know twenty twenty and then just kind of looking forward and forward progress and what we what we're looking forward to for um January and beyond. I'll let you take that first i I'll, <laughs> I'll give it to you first Richardine.
1: oh man um wow twenty twenty has been quite the year um even down to the last drop, and um i just i want to start off by saying that I hope that um. 2021 brings more smiling um, more love more support more honesty um, what what I have to look forward to um, is hopefully seeing some of the things that I put together for you know the end of 2019. Um, And that didn't come to be in 2020 because of the pandemic. I'm hoping that some of those things could come to pass, um, as well as some seeds that I've planted this year. Um, You know, I don't want to talk too much. Well, don't
0: worry about the goods, but, you know, hey, you know, you can feel free to
1: share
0: what, you know, what we can, whatever you think is safe. Whatever you think is safe. Right,
1: right. (laughs) formal announcements yet like my phone is ringing off about this mf doom stuff right now i think everybody yeah. is starting to see it um but um i guess what i could say about 2021 is i've been doing a lot more uh, radio pr especially in the afro caribbean space because i felt like i wanted to um just do more in a, a quicker sense instead of like just writing about it or I'm waiting for somebody else to cover it it's like okay how do we get this like in motion now movement um radio is like an everlasting like great juggernaut of promotion okay. um because that's like direct to consumer you know they're listening to the dial they hear it I've been right. like well, they don't you know it's not about like Someone like me or a journalist or editor processing and then saying, oh, yeah, you know, let's see if the audience is going to like this or not. Um, And then hoping that they read about it, because, I mean, those days are like slowly slipping away. Like people tend to.
0: Yeah. People
1: people tend to read about, you know, their interests now. Um, It's not like how programming was um, when you and I were growing up where you like relied on MTV curator. To put I mean, oh my God. And, down yeah. and tell you what was good, you know, you can kind of like pause or um mm-hmm. do whatever you want to television and watch it when you want, and you know that like Tivo when that was like a huge thing, it's like, oh wait, I could record the show, you know, so it's, lifestyle is just a little different um, but so I've been doing that and just trying to um get the conversation going more for the yeah. genre. Um, in the States specifically, I had a lot of plans in 2020, but a lot of that didn't come to pass, especially like in the event um, coordination and production space um, where a lot more uh, Afro beats and like just Caribbean artists would have been able to fill those spaces. But, you know, it's always about um, thinking of new creative ways to do what you need to do anyway. So it's yeah. going to be a lot of that.
0: Yeah, because that Afrobeats movement, I mean, you know, it's not like, it, well, you know, people were already kind of gearing up to introduce their stuff. And of course, when you're in a, a market that is, it's a little bit di- more difficult to get like that mainstream success, like having somebody like yourself kind of come in and be able to, you know, just make it a, um, like a, a an, an int- not an introduction, but to make it easier and accessible for the people that are not familiar. Cause now you see like a lot of the Afrobeats and some of like the, the more mainstream music which is, you know, years back, you would have a hip hop and then you had like the EDM that came in and that was uh, a cool new sound. And then you had like the the voiceover stuff that, um, to, what, what's that instrument called that, that manipulates the voice and like changes your oh, voice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the auto-tune, yeah, all of that stuff. So it's nice to see that those uh, different cultures and, you know, the different countries are getting exposure for that. So that's one thing that I that I love. And I know like, I, I know last year you were in the middle. Well, at the end of 2019, you were gearing up to do some things and kind of introduce some new platforms when you were going into uh, South by Southwest. We, we know that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, man. But,
0: <laughs> but I'll yeah. let you hear You want to talk
1: about that, right? So South by, so South by Southwest, we had a sold out show, um, as everyone knows. And we had Cebu Simonian from Capital Cities going to headline... Um, we had some artists that are signed to Warner Records um, here and in, in the Canadian territory, um, which was very exciting. And, I mean, we didn't even get to, like, announce our full lineup. It's going to be really good, uh, full of surprises. Then we were supposed to be um, also partnering with the a and at Rock Nation for the Carter House that he was doing also at South by Southwest. Um, And a few other things that was lining up. But, you know, when the festival was canceled, that's what happened. So but I mean, sold out um, 400 people, I think, standing, sitting. I can't remember. um, Small, intimate um, venue on the main strip. So we were really excited about that. But, you know, we don't know what the future holds.
0: Hey, it's got to be something good. I'm going to tell you this, and I'm losing my, my ear pod as I speak, but um, <laughs> look, let, let me let me put it to you like this. The year was still a win. Like, I know a lot of people, you know, oh, uh, of course, um, with all respect, you you know, you have people that you lost and, you know, things that, that happened, like all types of crazy stuff, but just being able to get just a wedge of um, success in there, like with you being able to put your foot into the Afro Beats market, you know, and like all of those new opportunities that unfolded in spite of everything that went on or despite this or despite that. So I, you know, I applaud you for that. You know, we, we got to stick in and stay in because it's difficult, you know, it can, especially like entertainers. You got people that can't even perform and, you know, when that's yeah. a way of their livelihood, it kind of it dampens the mood a little bit. Like you got verses right now, which is perfect. It is good, but there's nothing like a live show. And I know you were heavy with like trying to do like live events and stuff.
1: So yes, indeed. I mean, I thought about that. Like, you know, should we do something where people are live streaming? And it just, I'm very much so that person that enjoys live music events. Right. right. And know it's not the same. Um, I did enjoy some things that people have done. Like, um, Never kabadu like that outstanding. Oh,
0: man. Her, yeah, that
1: was hot. Right. Yeah, she she got ahead of it um very fast. So that that was really cool. Um, but to capitalize on that momentum as like an in, independent artist, um, without the structure that you really need, like corporate structure or corporate financing, is very difficult. So I was like, why like apply more stress?
0: You know, I'm mm-hmm. pressured
1: for myself trying to, like, run the race when I should just, like, find other ways to support artists. And then, like, by the time, like, maybe next year, this mm-hmm. time it will be, like, technology or things in place that can actually support what it is that would be needed to mm-hmm. support a new artist. So.
0: Exactly. It takes time. It takes time to build. And so, like, even with the changes that are, that are happening, you know, not only with entertainment, but I guess just kind of the social, social aspect of what we were used to mm-hmm. uh, in itself. Like, has that made it difficult for you to, you know, build your business? Cause I know, you know, you started, there's, a, there's grunge cake, but there's different aspects of grunge cake. There's different things that you do as a professional uh, publicist, as a professional label manager, you know, all of the different aspects of who you are. So like, when everything changed, you know, you have to pivot, you have to, you know, kind of scale it back. You have to pick it up when it's time to pick it up. Like how how have you been able to really cultivate and build your business relationships? And then also I'm going to throw in, how have you been able to just maintain relationships period? Because it's, you got the social part is, is missing. Right. And that's a big part of
1: connecting with people. Um, well, it's a good thing that I've already had like the, the training um organically with working with people in different territories. So you don't always get to see these people. You kinda yeah. always like just waking up with the roosters, so to speak, to like speak to somebody. You gotta be right. up at four o'clock to speak to someone that's in Africa and you know they're starting their morning and you're probably just tossing around. <laughs> um exactly right to them like either on video chat or you know um whatsapp or whatever it is and you know so having that training and then but also understanding like how to conduct yourself um with business people in general regardless of where they are it's just kind of easy to reach out to someone and say um you know i want to talk to you about this that's another thing like you yeah anytime you're reaching out to another business person you should have a purpose like a plan, right. in line. like don't just hey, what's up, and then kind of like let things just fly in the air, right? That's not good. Like a,
0: all the informal LinkedIn uh, requests to add you just for the sake of adding and trying to sell some software,
1: <laughs> you know, it's,
0: <laughs> it's a mess, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, but I think I think it like everyone else, um, people were able to be still um, for the most part. A lot of what I've done has been remote. Um, ever since I, I stopped going like to the office that I had in Brooklyn or like working out of the rec- um recording studio um that we had um access to in um midtown, like by the Empire State Building. Yeah. Not Empire State Building. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. <laughs> okay. I
0: I couldn't fill in for you because I I don't know New York like that. So I was like, "She don't know, right?" She'll pull
1: it together. Like bugging. So yeah. um, But yeah, it's um, everyone. I think for the most part, people had time to stay still. So like the executives and everybody else that people tend to like want to connect with. Yeah, you, you saw them more like right. online or whatever it is. I still don't think that um again if you don't have purpose, like okay, that person may say hi to you, but that doesn't mean that it's gonna materialize into anything. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, okay, yeah. cool, you saw them on Clubhouse, but like how do you make yeah, that work for you when, when outside is open? Cause as soon as outside is open, these people right. are gone. <laughs> they are there.
0: They are out of there. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. out of there. Speaking of clubhouse, like
1: tell
0: me, like I somebody mentioned to me uh, earlier this week that I should get on and join. I, I, I have no idea what it is. Like, I'm I'm that far behind. Like, I didn't even realize, because I had seen last like, week when somebody was saying, like, oh, I went to the clubhouse. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe they building something in the back or, you know, the yard or, you know, whatever. And then I I, I saw a story that trended, uh, I think with Meek Mail and it said something about clubhouse. And then that's when it dawned on me that that was an a actual social platform. And then when I got the text message, like, hey, you need to, Create a profile. And I'm like, I, I'm i to the point now where I, I, I think I've learned my lesson about just creating profiles for the sake of creating them. Right. And not really using them. Like, there's, there's no purpose for me to do it. So I was trying to, like, get a better understanding of what Clubhouse actually was and, like, who would be like, why would I join that? Like, what do you have any insight on that at all? or?
1: Um, so I'm not anti Clubhouse, but I'm anti yeah. anything that gets in the way of what I need to be focused on. Right. So what I will say though is for clubhouse, Do we need it?
0: Right. <laughs> I don't
1: know <laughs> Do you like if we need it per se, because
0: right.
1: I mm-mm. I think that it's good to get on there and secure your name, like your username, because you want to have that. Um right. just in case, you know what I'm saying? So nobody is impersonating you or like trying to get one leg up saying that that they're you or they're part of your business and then you know so for that reason yes any like new thing that comes out I tend to go in there and like just get the usernames that I need because like it's a of trying to get later um clubhouse I think what it started out as is kind of like the the Chat rooms, you know, like the when in the what nineties or like early two thousands when they had those call lines. Talking AOL, right, right, right. Okay, yeah, we going that far back. Right, what, I forgot what the one of them is called, but like you would call in and then you could hop in a room and you just hear mad people talking or whatever. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think this. I mean, now based on my experience on Clubhouse, like a lot of industry people are using it to kind of like replace panels and they will have things that they're talking about um i don't know like maybe how to license a song and then you go in that room and then you might see someone there from like sony atv and they're talking about, you know, what it takes to get your song license. And they're just doing this. It's not like they're getting paid to do it or anything, but they're in the room. Then you may go in a room and then like Joe Button is in there and he's talking about the kind of girls that he likes. Or like somebody trying to push a girl over to him. You know, it's just, it's you just, you. I don't know. For me, I think that um, anytime I've gone in clubhouse, it's kind of people just shooting the shit. Like the last one that I was in. They were welcoming um Chris Brown in there, and Tiger was in there, and then little Mama joined, and then they were like roasting each other like something to pass the time at least Good that's time. how but a lot of people also like you know as a professional, you're reaching out to other professionals, and it's like okay I have this um this request from you. But they on they on clubhouse, so they never emailing you back, you know, or they're not texting you back, or they're they're undivided, and then it's like, so what happens to the work? You're here talking about this is what you do by day, but you're not doing it. So that's the only issue that I have, like with a clubhouse. Like one of the guys on, on one of our teams, he's like, "Yeah, I was on clubhouse for seven hours." I was like, "Bro." Seven hours, that's why you do what you needed to do. That's why you ain't follow up with, you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Like,
1: uh, when you're using Clubhouse to build your network and then hopefully, like, some money comes from it, great. Yeah. Like, if you're landing and closing situations, awesome. But, like, there's mm-hmm. too many people on there that just get lost, they're just kind yeah. like- of like, and then most of the influential people that are on there, they're in LA, so like, when they're on there, it'll be like. 3 a.m. for them and it's 6 a.m. for us so then it's like oh, wow. you yeah. in there with somebody that's a celebrity or like if Kevin Hart jumps on and that's your cup of tea then it's like oh I want to be on there and I want to hear everything he says Yeah, you know what I'm saying and then it's like but then the other thing is that they're not supposed to be recording the audio or the conversations and right. people have been doing that and it's been going on like um, Twitter and like you know, the shade room and stuff like that. So they have, like, a new clause in there. Like, so if anyone starts recording, it'll, like, prompt everybody in the room. I think that's what I saw recently. But I don't know. Clubhouse is supposed to be a clubhouse. And um, you can only get nominated to go in there. Um, you can't just join by yourself. Like, somebody has to pull you in. Yeah. So I kinda like that. But, like, it's too, it's too much of a time-consumer.
0: Yeah, I you know what I just I just felt the time consumption just by you explaining it, it just it sounds like a lot of work and right now I'm at a point in my life where I don't need any additional social platforms or networking platforms to manage. So okay, so I think you helped me answer <laughs> what I need to do. You know, um, mm-hmm. all right, so we got that down. So now let's let's talk about. Um, one of the newer things that you're doing, which is the the wellness check-in, which I thought was really cool. You know, as you 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 got it going on with the wellness check-in, and I like the fact that you are really um, just trying to bring attention and awareness, especially to like entertainment industry personnel, you know, and just pretty much anybody that's looking for like a a relief. Like we, everybody is always or needs to think about their mental space. You know what I mean? Because that's what's going to keep us like on the day to day. So. Tell us what you're doing on IG Live with the
1: mental, uh, the mental check checking the wellness check-ins. Mental check-ins, same thing. We got it. Yeah, basically wellness. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So uh, maybe it's been like two or three weeks now since yeah. I started. It's something I've been talking about, especially for the duration of 2020. I was speaking to Aisha at um, Warner Music, and I was telling her that um, I think it's very important that we start putting things in place to help yeah. the mental well-being of the artists that we say that we love and we support and we work with because mm-hmm. I don't know about anybody else but I'm tired of like hearing about this one like overdose or this one did this this yeah. one did this and then like the people being so like shocked how are you shocked like these people are talking yeah. about music like in the interviews and it seems like We ignore it. And when I say we, I'm talking about label personnel. I'm talking about people in the business. And it's just I feel like we have to be way more responsible um, so we could help, you know, save the lives that we can save. We have to be actively doing something because if not, like people, young people are going to continue to die. Um, They're going to continue to to achieve whatever level of success that they have and they can't maintain it and manage it. And that's a problem.
0: It definitely
1: is. So, yeah, yeah, so that's why I always give. Even if the the guys are not stars, now, I always try to make myself available to welcome someone who wants to talk about whatever it is that they're going through. So that's every Monday at twelve p.m. Eastern on my personal Instagram.
0: Yeah, drop that. Drop that IG while we're right
1: here talking about it, so we can check it out. Rich Green That's my first name, last name. Spelled correctly. I always tell people that. spell it correctly, you'll find me. Um, oh yeah, you don't have anything to say or you're not comfortable to talk. Definitely come through. Just watch what we're talking about. Um, it's always about positivity and support and love, most importantly. And I give people the space to say whatever it is that they want to say. Yeah. And uh, whether I agree with you or not, you know, it's, it's not to be combative. It's to have healthy com- uh, conversation.
0: Yeah, i tell you what, that's one of the things that I'm learning. Like, we all have our own ideas and perceptions about what other people should be thinking or feeling. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to just shut up and let people feel what they feel and let them express it. Because, you know, that I'm going to tell you, like, I know that it has gotten me in trouble in the past, you know, because you you want people to feel inspired and uplift. You want people to be feeling good, right? Because if I feel good, Mm -hmm. I want you to feel good. But at the same time, you got to understand that, when people don't feel good and they telling you like, Hey, whatever, like just be mindful and give them the space, you know, get, be mindful, give them the space and know that they are just not making it up because there's been too many people who, who have committed suicide, who, um, like you said, on drugs or, you know, just going down these dark paths. So I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. And I applaud you for doing something like that because you could just only be taking care of the music part, you know, so for for you to even be able to do that is, that's a blessing in itself. So we love that. And um, while we're there, give me like two or three things. What are you doing? What are you doing to keep your own mental clarity? Um. What are you doing? What else, What is Richard Dean up to aside from popping up in the mall and <laughs> having a good old shopping spree? Like, tell me some things. Oh, to-
1: you are hilarious! <laughs> you are
0: hilarious. You know going to put you on blast for that, right?
1: Nah, I having those conversations. At, at, uh, it helps me also because. I get to hear what the young artists are going through. Right.
0: You
1: know, and then like for anybody that I work with or that is in my my network, I know how to advise them based on the conversations that I had or I see it from their side and then I can also give them the examples from from our side, like label personnel, people behind the scenes that work with them and that kind of thing. And so it allows me to express myself too with my day-to-day grievances or whatever it is I have going on, it it gives me that balance also. So I think that helps me. Um, I I like to talk my things out. Like, you know, I contact people like you, be like, let me know if I'm tripping (laughs) or like, yo, this just happened. Like, was that, was that what I thought it was? Like, I, (laughs) I, I try not to keep any of that like in my head or on me um as far as like personally I'd like to write things out um so I have like a, a chalkboard um wall in the room and like to diffuse some of the anxiety or like the the inevitable stress I yeah. just write things down like it feels it makes me feel like okay like that part or whatever is in my mind or on my shoulders is it's not here right now. It's over there, it's on the page, it's on the wall. Yeah. And then I'm able to like view it and then see it as a task more so than like a burden in my mind. And then I'm forgetting because I'm very forgetful lately. Um, I think because it's just a lot going on.
0: There's a lot,
1: yeah. Yes, yeah, a lot going on, and then like just the repetition of um how I'm used to learning and retaining things. It was always through writing. And I mean, most of what I do now is typing. So it's yeah. just a different. So I won't remember those things unless like I itemize yeah. it or I tell Siri to make a a, a note or whatever. And yeah. then like I'm going through the day, then I remember. Cause also like the concept of time is very weird right now. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, wait, is the end of the week already. Like. <laughs> That move on. I was just sitting on the couch. I didn't even do much. Like I didn't go anywhere. I'm like I quantify yeah. like doing things is movement for me. Like yeah. picking up and going to an office, or like going to visit this person, or have like a walk through somewhere. Like that makes me feel like I'm doing something.
0: Doing
1: something, yeah. Yeah, like I'm 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 getting the most of my day, and when that's not happening, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I th- Yeah, a lot of I, I think we're all in that same space of just, you know, the inactivity, first of all. But, you know, you definitely have to do those brain dumps. You have to find that mental space. And yeah. um, I know we're getting ready to wrap up here in a few, but I want to let's let me let me let me do this because I think this will be beneficial for the aspiring artists. And, you know, just maybe anybody that is interested in the entertainment industry, like what new opportunities do you see? on the horizon for 2021. And I want you to think about that a second before you, before you answer it. Cause what I, what I want you to consider is not only um, with the pandemic, you know, with the social distancing, but also like the new technology and things like that, that are available for emerging artists that can't get into the studio or they can't afford PR and marketing, or, you know, nobody's given them the internship at whatever publication that they're interested in working in. So what sort of opportunities do you see um, that could potentially benefit somebody who is an emerging artist or a uh, an aspiring writer or publicist?
1: Is this across all genres?
0: Across all genres. Whatever information you feel like offering is good.
1: Well, I think right now is a good time for people to hone in on their craft. Right. Like, just because you don't have money for the best mix, like, I feel like you should be making sure that whatever it is that you are recording is Mm. good, is so good that it's, like, it's any, first of all, anyone that you want to hear the music, like, Mm. before it comes out, if it's mixed well or not, we, like, we will be able to identify if it's a great song or not. So I would say put the time and effort into like writing the best song possible and focus on being competitive yeah. um, if you want to be in the music business you have to write competitive music otherwise you're making it for yourself and your friends and your family right I, I would, mama, I would, mama yeah. would love it. <laughs> yeah if you're producing or you right. want to be in the music industry make competitive beats mm-hmm. Industry standard beats, like competitive records. It's, it's, that's why we have award shows. That's a competition. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, no, yeah, you got I got you. Me. Yeah, I got to. You. Yeah, You're right. To people, because right. if you don't, and it, I mean, I, me personally, I went to art school. I love creativity, right? And I love yeah. innovation. I love all of those things. But like, yes, that's the business we're in, but not really. When you think yeah. about, the industry there's really no room for innovation like if you're going to be innovative you have to come within a lane of what's already out there and then like whatever um outlandish thing or like innovation you're bringing it almost has to be like something that's going to work for whatever is already there
0: right
1: yeah for instance like okay we have steve jobs made the iphone right okay great now, what, what accessory are you going to bring or app to this right. thing that already exists God. that's going to make you, yeah. Like yeah. if you don't come, if you're not the innovative person, you have to come with something that's going to work with this, like yeah, the AirPods, right. the beat headphones, like, you know what I'm saying? The wireless charger, like Right. It yeah. Makes sense. It has to be part of what's already going on. Because if not, either you're going to try to wait for the general public to catch up and God knows when that's gonna happen. Right. right? True. I mean, you know, and then you're just sitting there and then now you're beating yourself up and you're like, Oh, you know, I don't know, like what I'm a genius. Like, but yeah, like you're you're only a genius until it makes it to the general public and they agree. Right.
0: <laughs> Hey, right. Yeah, you definitely got a point. I mean, it has, it has, that's the whole point of making it for the public, right? Something to, for exposure and to actually sell and to, to market, to be marketable.
1: People People be like, you know, I always know that boy was going to make it. Like, No, you didn't. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Didn't know a thing. I tell you.
1: How many people they be like, yeah, I wish he'd go do something else. Like, right right until it works then it's like then that's when everybody come out the room where It's like oh yeah you know always, you sure you already you always knew all right yeah
0: we good we good no <laughs> no new friends today we, we're so good mm-hmm. all right that's perfect all right rich um so before we wrap up what what tell, what what, your, what are your plans like i said it's new year's eve mm-hmm. um
1: you know any plans? I know that the Times Square thing is shut down. You know, unfortunately, no, due to everything that's happening. I wasn't going, I wasn't no. going anyway. Hey, I'm uh, on here, and they saying, "Hey, nah, uh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna." Um, somebody named M. Melcher. Oh yeah, that's right. my girl. Hey. Yeah, hey. I, I um I wasn't gonna go to Times Square anyway, so that's not something I miss. But um, yeah. what I usually do is I stay home with my family. And then we count down I haven't really been anywhere to be like oh I've had this New year's experience mm-hmm. like that's just I guess it's like an unspoken tradition of ours mm-hmm. we just stay together so yeah. Yeah. I rather I'd rather bring in the new year with my family so. that's
0: what I, I'll tell you what that's that's I, it's good it's safe and I love it you know. And plus, you know, family, I'm pretty sure y'all are fine. Some good entertainment, some good food. Hey, did you yeah, do the do, you do... Movie
1: already? Uh, well, y'all, y'all got the food going? No, nah, we ain't got the food going, but we we are a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we oh, going As to I as I saying, right. Yeah. I have,
0: exactly.
1: I have seen it actually. Who who's
0: doing the uh the black eyed peas and the cabbage and the oh, nah. that type of thing and then the, the chitterlings
1: no and <laughs> we gonna leave that to you southern folk. <laughs> we are gonna remain northerners. Oh to- my God!
0: But, uh, I tell you what, I was talking to um, a relative last week, and I think he's about to go out. So let me just switch over uh, here. Um, and she was pretty much saying that she, she was like, you know, I don't know about the good luck stuff with the with the black eyed peas and the cabbage, you know, or whatever. You know, going over to like twenty twenty. So she was like, maybe for like twenty twenty one, I'm not going. I'll leave that alone. You know. So I thought that was funny, but yeah, that's oh, that's the that thing.
1: Like a, is that like a southern tradition? I, you know what? I don't know
0: uh, as much as it being a, a actual, um, just a southern tradition. But yeah, I know a lot of people attest to like the 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 green, five, the, the cabbage, yeah, the black eyed peas, and cabbage, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, okay. you confirm it with Mama. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she lives. like just like. So I yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that there was like a thing that people do. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. I think I'll probably, uh, I don't know what we, what the That's dinner would be like, but uh, maybe some fireworks and just kicking back and being thankful and being grateful. Fireworks? Oh, all right. Fireworks. Yeah, we have made it. And um, yeah, let's get ready to roll for 2021. Got some great stuff going. Richardine, before we wrap up, let us know where we can catch you online. Drop them social media handles. Let us know about the lies, all that wonderful stuff. And also don't
1: forget Brunch Cake. Yeah, definitely. So first and foremost, go to my website, it's grunchcake.com, G-R-U-N-G-E-C-A-K-E.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Richardine Barti. Um, I'm also on Twitter. You can search my name. It should pop up, but the handle is the yam spelled correctly if you google my name like all these pages will show up and just follow me you know be respectful and i also respect you and then we can have a conversation
0: absolutely it's a, it's a, a safe space y'all a safe space
1: it's a safe space tag them here <laughs> right
0: right right i love it all right rich i appreciate you girl thanks so much for dropping in we have concluded our first official SOB, the Solid in Business Podcast live, my good friend Richard Dean, Marti, thanks so much, we look forward to catching up with you in the new year, which is in a few hours, so take Yay. care, we'll talk you through. <laughs> Alright, All right. later. Alright, babe. Alright, bye. bye.